0: Your life is bigger and bolder than you imagine, filled with purpose and meaning. And yoga is the key that can fuel and focus you to uncover your true self and achieve your biggest goals. You're listening to the Yoga Hacks podcast with me, Brett Larkin, where we take yoga beyond the mat and really use it to live your best life. In today's episode, I'm talking about the tailbone and the pelvis. So we're getting a little into anatomy here. And this came up through our private Facebook group in my membership community, Uplifted. If you're interested in becoming a member and trying out the membership completely for free, you wanna go to brettlarkin.com forward slash Uplifted. You get to download all my videos, you get personal feedback from me on your practice, you get training plans from me every month and so much more. Um, so, the question that came up in the group was someone posted an article called, and I quote, um, Untuck Your Tailbone or Stop Tucking Your Tailbone is the title, I'm sorry. And it says, Go ahead, stick your butt out, and wag your tail. It's really good for your spine. And it prompted a thread where people were asking about pelvic alignment and whether this cue of like, tuck your tailbone, meaning, pull your tailbone up underneath you is um, kind of good or bad, taking the arch out of the low back, just a lot of anatomical stuff. So I'm going to post the link to the article that is in question below this podcast if you're interested in checking it out after the episode. But what I wanted to talk about here was, well, this is a complex issue, which is why I felt it deserved a podcast, because people really want to know is kind of arching your low back and sticking your tailbone out okay? Or do you want to sort of what we call like tuck the tailbone, lengthen the low back, pull the tailbone underneath you, um, engage your abs and core and sort of tuck it under, which is right. Um, We all know that our lumbar spine, which is our lower spine, has a natural curve right? Um, It's a lordotic curve, lordosis, meaning that it's arched, but we don't want it overarched and then we don't want to tuck it, right? So there's no arch in it at all. We want to just have that perfect neutral place, which is going to be completely Um, unique and something that each person has to find on their own. So a great way to find it, and this was also posted in the Facebook group, is to actually take your hands on your um, ASIS, that bony part of your hip joint, so that your middle fingers connect right around where your pubic bone um, begins and just see are your fingers kind of arching in towards your body or are they you know completely flat and then you can take your feet hip width apart with the feet parallel and sort of stick your butt out and then you can kind of lengthen your low back and curl your tailbone up underneath you and sort of see what that feels like and there's another great article that I'll also post below this podcast where you think of your um, pelvis, right, with your pelvic bowl, it's literally called, like a bowl, like a bucket, if you, the space between your hips was a bowl with water in it, would the water be spilling out forward, right, so stick your butt out, you'll see, you know, the water would be spilling forward, or is the water contained in neutral, or is it slipping back, right, is the bowl so tilted in the opposite direction that your tailbone's so tucked underneath you, and your low back is so straight, meaning there's no arch at all, Um, that the water's tipping behind you. You can also do this laying on the floor. You know, right, you can lay on the floor with your soles of the feet on the floor, your knees pointing towards the sky. You can press your low back into the mat, right? And then you can let your low back go and kind of pop your ribs open, stick your belly button towards the ceiling and feel a big arch in the low back in which you can slide your hand underneath. So honestly, if you just do those exercises, I think in the, there's an abs class, um, it's the one where I'm in the pink pants, it's at the very beginning of the core training plan. If you're in my uplifted membership site, where I go over this quite detailed um in a, in a quite detailed fashion to help you find the neutral curve in your spine from which we do some ab and core work. But I did want to address just some of the things that came up in this article um, because I know it's it's like a hot topic. And in all honesty, I found the article. The, you know, stop tucking your tailbone article a little hard for me to follow. I thought a lot of her logic was just sort of wacky and didn't check out for me personally. And I read it five or six times. Um, Basically, what this person says in this article is that a lot of teachers instruct to tuck your tailbone um, in yoga, which, you know, I don't know if that's true. Um, I know that definitely was something I instructed a lot in bar method. Um, when I was teaching bar method. But the reality is, (laughs) to, to sort of hone in here, is that most people, most people, right, have an exaggerated lumbar curve, meaning that their abs are popped out and that their low back is too arched. So they need to lengthen their low back and engage their core muscles. So I think the correct words and verbiage to use is to lengthen your tailbone to the space between your heels instead of saying tuck your tailbone because tuck is a little aggressive and um, I know that I used it in bar method we were taught to use it um, and some teachers especially some former dancers that I was working with when I was teaching bar method had a lot of issues with that language of tuck you really want to lengthen your tailbone, um, but in a bar class where you're, you know, speaking fast and you're like really motivating and kind of yelling at people and keeping a class moving forward, like saying "tuck" instead of like, you know, all these unique cues about lengthening, it's just it's like easier, right? And I have to say, like in all my time teaching bar method, and I probably saw two thousand students, I can think of maybe two <laughs> that had. Um, that this low back was was not arched, that they actually needed to stop tucking their tailbone, like their low back was too flat. Most people have an exaggerated arch and they need to lengthen their tailbone down, which is why it makes me kind of nuts when I see an article like this that's like saying that people should do the opposite because the reality is like very few people, I think, have that issue. It's sort of like the 1%, and 99% of us are overly arched in our low back and need to think of lengthening our tailbone down and strengthening our abs and pulling our abs and core in. So honestly, these are my tips for you if you're interested in all of this. First of all, these this article talks about you know having a tight psoas and we all sit too much. Yes, we all, as Americans or wherever you are in the world who sit – even me, who you know, I try to really work on these things, all of our psoas are tight. There's no such thing as stretching your psoas too much. And if you wanna stretch your psoas, you can do low lunge or you can do lizard pose. Those are two great poses. And honestly, like everyone's psoas is tight and it always is something that needs to be stretched for everyone, no matter what. <laughs> and I don't think it has that much to do with this issue of like the tailbone tucking or not tucking. Um, I think the author of this article seems to say that like they're extremely related, and your um, so as is shortened. Like as someone who's done body work on again, also hundreds of people, like everyone's so as needs help. <laughs> we all need help. We all need to soften the so as. I wouldn't get cut off, in whether yours is like shortened or tightened or like it, everyone's needs to soften. So spend as much time as you can in low lunge. Um, spend as much time as you can in lizard, if that's something you're concerned about, because. It's like you can't stretch your psoas too much, in my opinion. If you're someone who sits even a little bit, um, we always need to stretch that area of the body. And then, in terms of again, tucking the tailbone and that being something that's bad, again, I think the author of this article was in a very unique position where she was, you know, lengthening the low back and tucking her tailbone so, so much for so, so many years that she kind of flattened out her lumbar arch. That is so rare. I mean, I've, see, I've seen so few people with a flattened lumbar arch. Um, and I know for me personally, I think about trying to do, you know, tucking my tailbone as much as humanly possible. And my low back is still arched because that's just naturally the way my spine kind of likes to hang out. So for me, it's something I'm, I'm constantly thinking of tucking my tailbone because that's how I find my good posture. Um, and again, tuck is not a nice word. I like to think of lengthening my tailbone towards my heels, pulling my abs in. Um, but again, I think what she's talking about here is is really sort of a fringe case. And the only other thing I really wanted to cover, like, you know, my my second big tip is to like find what neutral is for you. Because once you find what neutral is for you, you don't have to worry about any of these sort of like headline articles. And again, like everything that's written on the internet is designed to try to steal our attention and make us read the article. So, sorry, this is like a side bonus tip, but something I've really, really been focused on, not just in yoga, but in everything, even in my business and my emails is really reading everything with the sort of uh, filter that like whoever wrote this is trying to get my attention and trying to get me to click on something and try to get me riled up, right? Like, so for me, it might be like, you know, some like new amazing online marketing strategy or some new amazing like yoga teaching thing, like some sensationalist headline. And we we need to step back. I'm really training myself to just like delete, 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 delete. And to just stay centered and trust myself. So I'd really encourage you guys to do that. Not that it's not good to like read cool articles or do research or dig deeper into things. Definitely do that. It's just like I always keep in mind whenever I'm reading anything that, you know, most news in this day and age and in the internet, like most everything we read is, um, you know, designed to, to provoke, <laughs> provoke our interest and is usually like a little too extreme and sensationalist in some way. Um, I'm not even saying that that article is. It's just something like a bonus tip that I myself have been trying to be really, really mindful of because, again, the internet is like a a, a mousetrap for humans, right? It's like constantly trying to um, distract us and take our attention. And I think ultimately it's not a big deal. It's just sad when you start reading stuff like this instead of just trusting your own body, right? So like I said at the beginning of this podcast, like, lie down on the floor. Do the exercise with your hands on your pelvis um, and figure out what neutral feels like for you. And then you never have to worry about these articles and you never have to like think about this again because you'll figure out what feels right in your own body and you need to trust your own body. And if you don't trust your own body enough yet, you need to do more yoga so you, you know, get more connected with it. So pulling it back to the article, I think just a lot of things can, Be oversimplified that just aren't that simple. So, for example, in the article she talks about her low back being really tight because she flattened out her lumbar um, curve, right? Her her back was no longer um, as curved as it should be. Again, this is a 1% scenario that I see. Most people's low back is way too arched. Um, So Again, to me, that's a huge oversimplification because again, as someone who's done myofascial release and body work on a lot of people, and even me myself, right? Like you can have a really, really tight back, low back, even if your low back is overarched, right? You, you can always have a really tight low back regardless of what's going on. Like the fascia in your low back can be extremely tense and dehydrated regardless of the positioning of your pelvis. It's, it's like not that um, simple. And another thing I just wanted to maybe clarify is because in some of the um, core work exercises that I sometimes teach, which are Bar method and ballet inspired, um, I maybe have you like, you know, tucking your tailbone up towards the ceiling with your toes pointed towards the ceiling, right? Like I help you find that neutral lumbar curve, but then occasionally, you know, it's like find that Pilates C curve and the Pilates C curve, right? You're really like, tucking your tailbone, rounding your low back to find your deepest abs, um, in all sorts of exercises. Um, and my, my thought with, with that is that like doing that in an exercise, like for a 10 minute core class of which or core workout of which you maybe actually do that super tucked movement for about, you know, three minutes total probably is not um, dangerous and is not going to affect the health of your low back, the exception being like if you have a herniated disc, if you have osteoporosis, if you're elderly. I guess maybe those would be some contraindications. But what she was saying in the article about, um, you know, that that being not good to even do during an exercise, I really just don't think holds up or should be something to worry about. That's sort of the equivalent of saying, like if you hold a weight in your hand and do some bicep curls, (laughs) that it's dangerous that your bicep will stay tense forever because you did that, like after you put the weight down and leave the gym, right? Like, I think we can all agree that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. So same thing, like if you really tuck your tailbone during certain ab workouts in order to like access your deep core muscles or do, you know, um, something like that, it's okay, right? Like you you then get up off the mat and it's like less than three minutes total probably and you haven't permanently damaged your low back or anything like that. So again, everything in moderation. I think different viewpoints on all of this is great, but I really wanna encourage you to trust your own body. I really want you to encourage you to find your own pelvic alignment. And if you are a member of Uplifted, of my membership site, And you're really kind of concerned or want to go deeper on this what you can do is you can take a picture for me and i need you to pull your pants down um, a little bit so i can see your hip bones right so um, you know a little lower than it probably feels totally comfortable but not all the way down just so i can see your hip bones and take a picture for me of you from the front right from the side so turn to the side like a profile shot and from the back and then from the other side. And when I did my myofascial release trainings, this is sort of how we'd do body analysis of people. And I can take a look at that if you, send, if you upload those photos for our next live call, um, you would do that instead of getting feedback on a pose. So again, just sort of, if this is something you're really interested in, you could do this instead. Um, and I can let you know what I'm seeing. And then you're gonna have to also feel it. Um, but this is so unique for everyone and it, I don't know, I just don't like it when I see headlines. That's like, everyone stop tucking your tailbone. Um, I definitely agree that tuck your tailbone is not a cue that I'm super fond of <laughs> in yoga or bar method or any exercise class, um, but you know, sometimes it's just the, the best cue you have that's a short word when you're teaching something and again i think the reality is for most of us that our low back is overarched and it's tight and our psoas is tight again it's not like (laughs) your psoas are tight because of something just in your low back i mean everything's interconnected it's so much more complicated than that and you know if you're part of my community you're probably pretty sophisticated and realize that especially when you start studying the fascial system and going into myofascial release, which is something I'm really excited about going deeper into in my upcoming teacher training. So, definitely check that out at brettlarkin.com forward slash train, T R A I N, if you're interested in the teacher training. Um, but I'm going to do a lot of myofascial release work in there because the fascial system is a web that is from your head to your toe, everything's interconnected. It's like what your muscles live in, what's what your You know cells live in it's it's like everywhere and it's one spider web just imagine it from your whole body and so if it's tight in one place like down in your knee it's pulling and affecting even something up by your shoulder it's just everything's interconnected it's so complicated this is why i also don't love talking just about like muscles because again all your muscles live in your fascia in this interconnected web of tissue and so, again, that's why you can go to a chiropractor and get adjustments. But if they don't also fix the tanzegrity, I think is, is the word, of this three-dimensional web matrix, right? It's just like orthodontia. Like the, You can take, use the braces to move your teeth, but if you don't wear your retainer at night, your teeth move back the way they were. That's fascia, right? It's the same thing. Your chiropractor can adjust you, but if they don't also work with your fascia, you don't also see a myofascial release therapist to sort of, you know, maintain the adjustment, make sure the fascia around it has also shifted and is supporting the new placement of the adjustment the chiropractor made, the adjustment's just going to go back the way it was. So, um, sorry, a little bit of a rant here, but I hope this podcast was helpful. Leave me a comment, um, down below or in our Facebook group, Yoga Hacks, yoga, dot H- com all one word, run together, yoga Hacks Community. H-A-C-K-S is our free Facebook group. And of course, I would love, love, love to see you as a member in Uplifted, brettlarkin.com forward slash Uplifted. Try out the membership completely free. Um, Become part of our family. And thanks so much for listening. Give this podcast a quick review if you're listening on iTunes. And so much love. As always, from my heart to yours, namaste.